We all know the discouragement that comes when we attempt to read the Bible with great eagerness only to quit once a personal streak is broken. If we are going to be committed to knowing the God of the Bible, we must maintain our time in it. It's time to go the second mile in Bible reading basics. Hey, this is Travis Agnew, and thank you for joining me for the Second Mile Podcast, where we seek to live out the words of Jesus from Matthew 541, where he says, if anyone forces you to go one mile, go the second mile as well. And that's why on this 155th episode of the Second Mile Podcast, going into the fourth year of doing this thing, I am just so thankful that for whatever reason you are listening in, and I do pray that the time that you listen for these 12 minutes today will be helpful and to your own spiritual growth and um, as you continue to follow Jesus. Last week, we uh, talked a little bit about uh, what does it mean to finally read your Bible and to realize that if we were to get into the habit of reading the scriptures, that it does equip us for every single good work. And that there are distractions and temptations that can lure us away. Sometimes we may uh, forsake reading the Bible due to busyness or laziness, but hopefully maybe you took a couple of steps last week into saying, okay, I'm going to read God's Word and I'm going to commit to it. So what I want to do today is to kind of maybe protect you from something that's easy uh, to be a trap, right? Because if you did start a Bible reading plan at the beginning of the year, um, you're doing okay right now, possibly, uh, if you have a little bit of discipline in you, and you're doing okay because you're probably in Genesis and working your way towards Exodus, and what's going to happen in a little bit is you're going to get to the section in Exodus that has to do with um, fabric and a furniture and the tabernacle, and then you're going to get to Leviticus, and then you're going to say, see you later to the Bible until January comes around again. You feel guilty, and the, the cycle continues, right? And, and so what I want to do is is help you see that there is a very um, unique way of doing this to make sure that you continue to go forward, no matter if you feel like you've done well or if you struggle a little bit. The difference here between someone who just does the bare minimum mediocre attempt to those who go all the way, first mile believers know how to start Bible reading plans. They, they do it. In fact, they started it numerous times at the beginning of the year, at mid-year, after camp, after a service, when they feel guilty. But second mile believers are those who are completing plans. They say, okay, it's, it's not a resolution we're after, not like I'm going to be a better person or no better. No, it's, it's, it's a plan. This is what I'm planning to do, to read, to study, to meditate, to memorize upon God's word. This is the plan going forward. And here are the things to make sure that I can see it through to the end. So I want to give you today some Bible reading basics as you start your plans and your habits. So in Acts chapter 17, uh, Paul and Silas are kind of making a journey through a few different cities and, um, you know, stirring everybody up, uh, which is awesome, Um, stirring everybody up for the gospel. And they got a lot of people that are receiving the gospel, a lot of people who can't stand them and have them on the run. And they get to a place uh, called Berea, where there's this beautiful line that I think really strikes at the heart of what we need to be doing as people of the book. And in Acts chapter 17, verse 11, as Paul and Silas start their ministry there, It says about the Bereans, they received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. I love that line in there for for many different reasons. But to think through that they received the word, obviously it's not something that someone is making up. They're not receiving... 
man's opinion, they are receiving God's word through the mouth of Paul and Silas, and they're eager about it. They, they want to know more about it. They have a, a joyful desire and, and, and honestly just an appetite to know more about what God says. And, and this is important because I think a lot of people, uh, even if you grew up in church, you, you know that you should know more of the Bible than you do, and you'll, you'll occasionally feel guilty for it, and you'll hear somebody that knows a lot about the Bible, and you go, man, that should be me. And then somebody will ask you a question, and you go, oh, I should know that by now. And, and you, you feel kind of caught in these traps, right? Well, these Bereans, were they were receiving the word with eagerness. They weren't just sitting around waiting for somebody else to give it to them. No, they were eager about it. They wanted to hear more. There's an appetite there. That the more they got, the more that they wanted. And I'll just say this in my own life, that um, if, if you realize that sometimes the, the healthy kind of habits that you get yourself into, the more that you do it, honestly, the more that you might actually desire it. And this eagerness continued to grow in them that they wanted to know more and more about God's word. And then it says examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. So it was more than just an occasional occurrence. They were actually studying it daily. And I think that is so very important for us to look at about how we're going to do this. So so for this, I'm going to give you three Bible reading basics that are going to be very, very practical, but maybe some of the reasons why some of you are struggling to start a plan or to complete a plan or whatever this might look like in your life. So, so three Bible reading basics that might help you. Number one is this. I want to encourage you to have a bound Bible. Uh, I know you're listening to this podcast on your phone and you go, oh, I do everything on my phone. I read on my Kindle. I do all this kind of stuff. And I'm saying that's great. But I'm just telling you, I think that there's something about the technological devices that we have that's drawing our attention away from being in the Word. And I want you just to try something. I want you to blow off the dust of that bound Bible that you have at your house. And I want you to set it beside your bed, set it beside your reading chair, whatever it is that you need to have. And I want you to say that today when you get in God's Word, or tomorrow when you get in God's Word, that you don't read it from a device. I do not think for most people they have enough discipline to allow the pixels to hit their eyes to be enraptured with the text and not to get distracted by something else and some other notification that comes up. What I want to encourage you to do is I want you to try this at least for the next week. Get your bound Bible out. Say that you're going to read God's Word in an actual hard copy with pages and a binding around it and everything. And you need to move your phone away from you as you are reading because it's going to allow you to stay focused more at the task at hand. With having that bound Bible, it's going to allow you to have that tactile kind of sensation, that focus, and not having other stuff. You'll find yourself drawn to, I haven't had a distraction in the last 20 seconds. Where is one? But over time, you're going to develop the ability to focus more. But if you have it and you're only reading it on your device, you are going to associate it with all the other things that you do on that device, and you may not be able to separate from your kind of habitual way of checking the next thing on your phone. I want to encourage you, the first Bible reading basic is so key, and just and just try to take a shot on it. I dare you to, okay? Found, find a bound Bible and commit to it for this week. So if the Bible reading basic number one is bound Bible, let me give you the second one, okay? Second one is having a personal plan. 
and, and this is why it's so important. You do not want to live a life of so many people to say, I know that I need to read God's word. And then you wake up in the morning and you don't know what you're going to read. That doesn't work because the Bible is a big book. You're going to naturally drift towards certain places. You do not need to open up the Bible and point your finger to a verse because it may tell you to do something completely crazy and out of context. And the devil is the only one who uh, reads the Bible out of context. You should not, right? Okay. Uh, a lot of times we'll follow that pattern, but you need to have a personal plan. And so you might have a plan that says, I'm going to read through the Bible in a year. If you haven't been reading the Bible on the regular, I'm going to say something to you that might sound kind of crazy, but I would not commit to reading through the Bible, uh, the complete Bible, if you haven't even read through it in one book of the Bible. Like I wouldn't go run a marathon if I haven't even run a mile uh, in a few years, right? You got to take a few laps. You got to take some training. You got to get some stuff going. So for you, a personal plan might be, okay, I've read for a while. I've been consistent, but I need to have a personal plan. You, you might need to get to that place where you are reading through the entire scriptures. But some of you uh, might say, you know what I need to do? I need to read a small book, and I just need to focus in there, right? You you might say, I want to read 1 Timothy, or I want to read um, through the book of Exodus a little bit longer, but you know I'm starting here, I'm going to stop there. Like you, you have a consistent plan. If you don't have a personal plan, you won't know where you're going. In my own personal life, what I have is uh, I have a task manager that I do use every day that kind of has my to-do list. And it has to-do lists of spiritual stuff, work stuff, family stuff, you name it. Everything's on there. And so I already have built in that every day when I wake up, the new Bible reading thing is kind of preloaded. Like I have a kind of uh, just a reminder that it starts up. So when I wake up in the morning, there is that reminder that one of the things that, Travis, the most important thing you can do today is to get into God's Word. And it's already preloaded. So And so I can actually open up my Bible, that bound Bible. I've already got my plan printed out in the Bible. And so I know exactly where I need to read that day. And I'm not unsure about it. I want to encourage you to get a personal plan. Uh, if you haven't had one, this is what I would encourage you to do right now. Take like a week right now. So if you just say, all right, for the next week, uh, seven days, what would I want to read? Like what is something um, you know that typically I could do? You might say, okay, I want to read the book of James. It's five chapters. Read one chapter a day. Maybe you could say, oh, I can read more than that. Well, take two chapters in the book of Mark this week, right? You can almost read the entire thing in a week at that level. Uh, it's got 16 chapters. Take some steps like that, but have a personal plan. The third thing that is so very important for you to have is an aware associate. What I mean by that is somebody else needs to know what your plan is because if there is no um, awareness on anybody else's part, there's going to be a lack of an accountability and not for someone to come beat you up if you haven't done it, but just for you have to have this kind of visible representation that somebody knows of the plan that you have to try to learn God's word. And if they know about it and you know about theirs, it's easy for you to encourage, to pray, and just really just be a catalyst in each other's lives to say, hey, you made a plan. Let's keep going. So I would encourage you this week to have a bound Bible, a personal plan, and an aware associate, a bound Bible, something that's in your hand, a personal plan, you know what you're going to read tomorrow, and number three, an aware associate, somebody who knows where you're going. Now, I want you to do this week, I want to give you a, um, make up a plan before you uh, go do the next thing. What is it that you're going to be reading in God's Word this week? Next week, what I want to do is I want to give a Bible reading challenge that hopefully might help you for a long term, or at least kind of spur you on a little bit uh, further than where you are. So this week, Pick one book, one section of scripture, take a little chunk out of it, and use those Bible reading basics. As you get to know more of God's Word, you'll get to know more of God Himself. I hope to see you on the second mile.